0: what is up this is take it or leave it here on a monday back to our normal schedule as easton is back from the north central i don't know what what midwest midwest is
1: midwest wisconsin's considered midwest it's considered but
0: it almost looks more east to the of the country than like you know what i mean like if you drew a line down the center of the u.s wouldn't it be on the eastern side technically
1: i would uh, think so because i feel like the uh the uh shoot mississippi pretty much cuts the u.s in half close oh and we're east of the mississippi does it?
0: you're east of mississippi because i think yeah.
1: mississippi's because mississippi's no the mississippi river
0: oh the mississippi river yes okay that's what I was say i was saying mississippi the state's definitely east because yeah. it's right next to alabama mm-hmm. and louisiana yes I know my geography. <laughs> Math is not my strong suit, but isn't Kansas directly in the center of the, of the country? This is stupid. Yeah, I don't I'm know. sorry. <laughs> um, welcome back on a Monday. Yeah, came it back is, from
1: a, a, with a full field report for you.
0: Yes, yes, and we. I think I did. I put that game last or close to last, so you can you can dive right into it. So uh, close to last. Okay, yeah. good. We can even switch it to last if you'd okay. like to just go right, like just. Go full, full field report yeah, full okay. field report so let's get started so he can have his full field report Uh <laughs> We're gonna recap week seven again. I think we talked about this like a week or two ago No, it was last week. How crazy is it that it is week seven like, Yeah, is over. We're going into week eight Yeah, so we're past halfway through like I think six weeks left of the regular season because it'll be 8 9 10 11 12 13 Because every team has a bye 12 games. I think there's
1: 14 weeks is there yeah
0: you could be right there well technically because there was a weeks.
1: week zero right there's 14 weeks
0: good okay that's good that so makes me feel a little better so we are halfway right now yes okay that makes me feel a little better yeah i thought we were more than halfway nope again rabbit trail here we go <laughs> uh we're gonna start off with huh, it's all about the you baby i said it <laughs> i said it for the first time in and a couple you're wearing weeks. orange I'm wearing orange. I'm sitting in my U room kind of stuff's kind of thrown around because I've been upset, so I take turns throwing different things. I'm just kidding. But we beat a ranked team. Now, maybe it was a fake ranked team in Virginia, but it was a ranked team. Number 20, top 20 team. Uh, we won 17-9. to 9. It was super sloppy, pretty boring. Defense looked really good. Offense looked better with Nikosi Perry as the starter, which – Sucks because Jaron didn't do anything wrong. Jaron Williams looked okay. It was just the offensive line was so bad. Nikosi, on the other hand, is a he can move. He he's a he's a dual threat quarterback. So he can move his feet. He can move the pocket. He can run if he needs to. Miami is not back. I'm not saying that we are far from it, but we got a dub in against a ranked ACC opponent.
1: And you knocked him out of the top 25.
0: Knocked him out of the top 25. Never to return this season, maybe.
1: Next Most up, likely. what'd you say? Most likely. Yeah. To never return this season. I mean, if they keep winning,
0: they might, but, uh, but you know. Anyways, South Carolina, you see that game? I did. Ooh, 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 I did. Beats, a, beats Georgia, who a yeah. lot of people, I've heard analysts, this could be the best team in the country. This could be... <laughs> shut up. Right, they lost to South Carolina, and a very mediocre mm-hmm. South Carolina team at that. I believe yeah. that brought the record to 3-3. Three and three. Mm-hmm. So
1: they lose But it 20, was in two overtimes. Two overtimes and
0: Jake Fromm threw three interceptions. So they still almost won the game, overcoming all that, but they didn't. Game yeah. over Georgia. is what did they drop to? Did you see? I think they dropped to number ten. Ooh, that is a tumble. Yep. So to number 20, ten dropped seven spots. She's Louise. Twenty to seventeen. The great Jake Fromm throws three picks not good and the, the biggest part about this was it was in athens this was mm-hmm. in georgia this was a home game and that's a yeah. tough place to play south carolina gets a dub you want to go with the next game
1: because they get the dub they get four votes <laughs> four. oh nice they're getting votes at, yeah. th- at three and three yeah
0: that means the canes have hope are we getting votes mm, not currently oh all right well like i said we're not back so
1: you have hope uh, no okay yeah okay <laughs> all right the next game we have is uh number six oklahoma beats number 11 texas in the red river rivalry say that three times fast red river rivalry red river rivalry it's pretty slow red river rivalry. red
0: river rivalry red river rivalry red river rivalry red river rivalry that was pretty good yeah all right moving on
1: red river rivalry <laughs> <laughs> beat them 34 to 27 great game I thought so. Great. Guy. I enjoyed it. Uh,
0: oh, and speaking of, I was learned something. It was a 3B. We'll talk about it more later. I even got mm-hmm. a little bit to talk about another, again later. Okay. But before the later later. Yes. We've been saying Sam Ellinger's name wrong. Remember how every time I say it, I say Sam Ellinger? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, my bad, Sam Ellinger. Mm-hmm. It is Ellinger. Really? Yeah. Now, I'm saying this based off of every uh, announcer that I heard during the game. Talk about him. They all said Ellinger. So I'm assuming they did their homework and probably interviewed him before the game. And and because they're supposed to like do their homework on players before the game. So I'm assuming at this point in the season, they're calling him by the right name. Could just be their accent Sam Ellinger.
1: Hard G. (laughs) But (laughs) not hard enough to win.
0: That's true. That's true. They played well. Great game. Uh, I was gonna say something, but I mean, we'll talk about it later. Great game. Anything else to say about that?
1: Uh, there was the one play where Jalen Hurts put the ball behind his back when he was getting sacked. Incredible. It was incredible, but it didn't look like it was on purpose to me. It looked like he was getting sacked, and he was losing the ball, and, and that was kinda... the only way he could like keep the ball. And, and he... instead of like actually going behind the back to dodge the sack, it was more of like, oh crap, I have to get the ball. And this is. We'll the most athletic way to do we'll it. We'll
0: Probably never truly know, and It still looks sick. It did. So yeah. Either way though, if that was the case, he went to go and then like started losing the ball mm-hmm. and just had to go behind the back. Really heads up play. Yeah, no, pretty not cool
1: play. not denying the great athleticism of the play. Yeah, I just don't think it was planned. Yeah, but it was it was a great play.
0: Yeah, agreed. Temple, the scrappy team that they are, <laughs> beats number twenty three Memphis. How many top? 25 teams that are between like 18 and 25. Are we going to see lose this season? It's incredible. They get in the. T- I think this might have been one of Memphis's first weeks as a ranked team as well, and they're out. You know, 23. They go from 23 to unranked. 30, 28 lost to Temple. Temple's always scrappy, but and they not, beat
1: uh, Maryland earlier this I year. I believe so. And so. was
0: Mer- I don't think Maryland was ranked at the time though. But they were. Ex- they, they had just come off of a been. big. They might so, have been. something. They had come off a big win yeah. or something.
1: I don't know. Whatever it was. Temple gets another big win. I mean, I'm looking at the, the bottom five right now. Washington just became number 25 this week because it yeah. moved up four spots. App State moved up four spots to number 24. They
0: deserve it. App State plays hard. Uh,
1: Missouri bumped up five spots to get to the number 22. Um, Cincinnati was 25, bumped up to 21. And then Minnesota bumped out of um, unranked to number 20. So, I mean, the bottom 20, top 20 through 25. Were Three of them are new. Yeah. Three of them are new. Yeah.
0: Gotcha.
1: Uh, you want to do next one? Um. Sure. Bama. The, yes. The next game is number one Alabama. Their first week is number one, and they played number twenty four Texas A and M. They beat them forty seven to twenty eight.
0: Remember, this Texas A and M team is better than you think because their losses are to really good teams. They've had a tough schedule um so they are a top 25 team they probably are not anymore i would be very no, they're not anymore i know they're not and uh they probably do deserve to be a top 25 top 20 team so this is a really good win for Bama, especially being that it was 47 to 28 so very impressive win also and i'm t- still getting votes yes they are three and, <laughs> and, well that's more than miami so well, you have to remember with Bama, they are still winning this season way different than they normally do. Their, nor- their typical wins are defense, ground and pound, mm-hmm. huge blowout games because no one can move the ball on their defense. They're giving up probably close to 25, 30 points a game, and they're still blowing teams out. So they're it just is, outscoring everybody. Yeah, this offense is incredibly potent. Um, we're going to skip the next game, push it to the end for your field report. Um, <laughs> go ahead, Louisville. What do they got for us?
1: Uh, Louisville beats number 19, Wake Forest, 62-59 to 59 without Lamar Jackson.
0: No way. Where was he?
1: In Baltimore.
0: Doing. Oh. Was he in Baltimore?
1: No, I don't know where they
0: played at. Wait, they have a bye week? I feel like they didn't play this weekend. No, they, no, they did this play week. this weekend. Who did they play?
1: Uh, we can't talk about it. It's Monday. That's why we don't know. Yes. Because our our mind is physically blocking it. It's not NFL. Because we can't report it today. We can't. Okay
0: so good for louisville they beat a ranked team just like miami they're not back but they got a ranked win Yep. so good for louisville
1: but no votes for louisville
0: no votes for louisville sorry number five lsu goes into death valley which is their home field so i guess florida comes into death valley gets beat decisively 42 to 28 now I say decisively based on the score. If you watch the game, very good football game. Florida put up a fantastic fight. Um, Defense did not do what I thought they would do. I thought they'd be a little tougher. But Joe Burrow is just incredible. He may be, him and Tua right now are head and shoulders above everybody, I think, as pure quarterbacks right now. Just pure passing quarterbacks. They both look ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So Joe Burrow, another incredible week, picked yeah. apart the Florida offense, or defense rather. And Florida, with this new kid, this new quarterback, Trask, ever yeah. since Felipe Franks went down. Mm-hmm. They look good. They look good. Yeah. And I, I hate saying that. It makes me want to throw up.
1: It, they've become a scoring offense.
0: He's a good player. Yeah. Um. So now they've got that running game with Purine, or whatever, P- P- Purine, I don't know how to say his name. He's a, he can run the ball. And Trask is a really good quarterback.
1: And he had one or two balls that he threw that were just a little bit off. But, I mean, that's going to be... It's going to be difficult playing in this intense of a game. You know, one of them ended up being a pick and was, like, really um, a huge turning point for the game. Momentum shifting. Yeah, which, I mean, helped uh, LSU score again at the end of the game there. Thankfully, helped them score at the end of the game. We'll talk about more in 3Bs. But... Um, got yeah. you
0: your <laughs> half point cover your slub.
1: <laughs> but i mean uh, this this even joe burrow was saying how difficult of the game this is going to be just because of the intense um emotions the from rivalry, either side yeah sec yeah
0: and then death valley yeah <laughs> it's it's a advantage for lsu of course but it's still intense for, yeah. no matter it's very who loud you're playing for rowdy atmosphere yep really good game that was I probably enjoyed that game the most this weekend. Eh, uh, Oklahoma, Texas was pretty good. And um, why why would you say that? Why do you think that was the second most enjoyable game for you this weekend?
1: Well, because, I mean, it's always more fun to be at the game and reporting from the field. So, Field report time, Easton Gray. Reporting live from, from Camp Randall in Madison, Wisconsin. It is very, very cold. It is 37 degrees when I woke up, and then it was roughly 47 degrees during the game and then ended at about 45, and then after the game was 42. So it was very, very cold. I was not okay with it. I was shivering a lot, but the game was so exciting, and it was so great, except for JT had a very, very hard time um, playing, uh, getting some rushing yards, had a very rough time with that, Uh, only had 80 yards on the day. Uh, rushing, he did have a few catches. Looked good. Jack Cohn looked like a real quarterback, so that was nice. Uh, and Wisconsin's defense looked phenomenal. And uh, the nice thing about this game is it made us look a little bit better than Ohio State. If you compare our two Michigan State games, we beat them thirty-eight nothing. Ohio State beat them 10. So that makes me believe in our defense that much more. And it really excited for this offense if they keep moving like this. Quintus Cephas is a monster. With a crazy circus catch, passing it back and forth between his hands before he falls to the ground with it in between both. And then uh, Kendrick Pryor on a huge run. Finally using our receivers, which is kind of cool. It's good for them to get into it. And then uh, unfortunately, JT was stopped, I think, four to six yards shy of his 5,000 career yard mark. But besides that, great game. Yeah. And back to you, Britt. That's uh,
0: actually what I was looking for and kind of awkwardly pausing for. I was waiting for you to send it back. I was going to be like, well, gosh, thanks, Easton. You look miserable, (laughs) but so excited. Anyways, that was awesome. Thank you for that field report. You really did a good job. You get a raise. Thank you. What's, let's say, a 5% raise on the zero you're making right now?
1: Well, 5 times zero still zero. No. Oh. Oh wait. Yep. Okay. Well. Told you. I'm at least you're at... giving me a raise on paper.
0: Did I time out? Did earlier when I said I I said I'm good at geography, right? Yeah. Thank God. Why? For a second I thought I said like geometry. <laughs> that would have been so dumb. I was like I was about to right now say I told you I was good at geography and then I was like wait a minute. Did I say geography earlier really or geometry? Anyways, thank you for the field report. Why do I keep going on these tangents? My brain is know. everywhere today.
1: Anything you've got left to say about the Badgers, Spartans?
0: You uh, covered it, but honestly, no. I'm I'm so impressed by your defense. Now again, had a pick six. Yes, uh, I'm I am fully. I've been fully bought into Wisconsin. Even I don't want to say more than you because you are a diehard die fan, but you've been hesitantly, cautiously, optimistic about them. Mm-hmm. And I've just been like, no, I. Watch them, and even though they're not playing great teams, they are just different from other teams. Like they look different, and I believe that. I still believe that. I like where they're at right now. For now, at number six. Yep. Because I believe, like we've been saying all year, there's about five or six. We will talk about soon how now I think there are seven teams that are just different than the rest. Any of the seven could win the national championship. I, I believe
1: that. We finally. I believe moved you're one up one. to six. Yes. Instead of staying at eight, I think the past three weeks we're at eight.
0: Yes. And I like where you're at right now, and the reason I say that is because I I haven't seen you again say like Ohio State's going to be a big game. Yeah, that's going to be the game.
1: I think that's in win uh, or lose two weeks. Win or lose, play Illinois, and then we play Ohio State. Yes, and then also I, I saw so. we have a
0: no is Minnesota before that. I no. thought Minnesota was before.
1: It's that. Illinois, Ohio State Minnesota. by Iowa. So thankfully really? we have where a bye was before I Iowa. Minnesota was- and then, I believe Minnesota's after that. Okay. Minnesota's our so, last game of the year.
0: Gotcha. So, is that like a rivalry for you guys, like the Minnesota? Yes. Okay. I That's think I we pass
1: back and forth, like Paul Bunyan's axe or something like gotcha, that. Gotcha,
0: gotcha. Because I know the last week is a lot of the team's rivalry weeks. Like yeah. Florida plays Florida State. Anyways, so that Ohio State game is going to be huge. A
1: big determining factor whether we're actually a contender in the Big Ten or not. Well, because when everyone even, thinks Big Ten, it's like Ohio State and then there's nobody else.
0: Even aside from that, looking playoff perspective, like win or lose, we'll be able to say that's a playoff team or not. If you win, period, you're a playoff team, Mm -hmm. as long as you choke something up later, which I don't think you will. Too good of a defense. If you lose, but it's a great game, still could potentially be a playoff team because you could go and beat them in the Big Big Ten championship. championship, Yeah, Um, lose bad, and it's just like okay so they're they're a top 10 team but they're not in that class of like those top 6 or 7. Right. I think you are. I think you either win that game or lose that game very close to Ohio State. I don't know which. Anyway, spending a lot of time on this that's what I think you guys look Well, I mean that's impressive. fine cuz you're
1: transitioning into this AP top 6. Yes. So that's your six, Wisconsin report.
0: Yes. The 6th so we brought up the AP top 6 and that's it because we believe that the AP poll has it right finally. It was a little iffy before and I think this is right. Now, the order of these teams may be n- may not be right. But the teams themselves, these 6 teams and there's a 7th we're going to put in there but we'll we'll add it after. These are the best teams in the country. They look different from everyone else and they can all win a national championship game or they can all win a national championship Bama number one, I agree with that and mm-hmm. the in the placing. Yep, LSU number two, I actually agree with that as well, ranking and and them as well. Clemson number three, that's where I start thinking. You know what, Clemson? Yes, I do believe you have to put them up there because they haven't lost and really haven't come. Well, besides UNC, uh, in I thought there was another one. That they I don't think close. so. They, they were. It was, I think it was a fourteen point win ish ish, seventeen point win against Texas A and M. Hmm. But they they. Compared to these other teams, personally, I'd probably put Clemson down at 5 or 6 because they don't, like, Wisconsin looked better to me than than Clemson. Anyways, I'll keep going. Ohio State, number 4, that's about right. They should probably be number 3. Oklahoma, number 5. Again, they should probably be 4. And then Wisconsin, number 6. I like Wisconsin at 6. You could argue that they should be 5, and Clemson just drops down to 6, and everybody moves up 1. The 7th team that Easton and I were talking about, is Texas, all the way down at 15. Texas has just looked different from all the other teams in the country besides these top six, and it and you don't see it necessarily in their wins. Their wins are impressive, and they have a, a high-powered offense, but you see it the most in their losses. A seven-point loss to LSU, who I truly believe is number two, could potentially be neck and neck with Bama may be better all around. I'm not going to say that because Bama has just been dominant. But Texas has a seven-point loss to that LSU team and a seven-point loss to this Oklahoma team who people believe could potentially be the best team in the country as well. Do you agree with that? That that looking at the, co- the college football and all that Texas – Kind of belongs in the class of these top six teams. Maybe not ranking wise because they did just lose, and it was their second loss of the season. You have to put them out of the top ten. You have Right. To. That's I what mean, what the AP poll has to do.
1: The thing um, for me with with that being the case is it makes sense that they're out with the uh, with the two losses. But looking at strength of schedule and who these other teams have played, you know that they still belong up there to me. Texas? Yeah. I I agree, because their
0: schedule's arguably could be one of the toughest in the country right now.
1: Because Clemson's schedule's pretty weak. Wisconsin's schedule is kind of weak. It's going to get tougher from here on out. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just it just doesn't make sense to me, like, how Texas is...
0: Oklahoma's had a pretty tough schedule, too. Yeah, They've they've overcome. Yeah, They've won, so they deserve Mm -hmm. it, obviously. But, no, I agree with you. I think Texas... The way they've played, and like I said, their losses just just show. I mean, this is a tough schedule they're playing, and their two losses are not bad. They are
1: those were and they're not blowouts the either. Ga-
0: no, they were down to the wire games, and I I like Texas a lot. I, if I if you put you them in though, Texas is back. I don't know, man. I don't know if you can say they're back until they're in like a maybe they get a big bowl win or even in the playoff, but. Uh they're he- they're they're here. Uh, I guess I'll put it that way. They're not so, I don't know if they're back, but they're here.
1: My analysis on Texas would be is that they play to their opponent. If they, they obviously they're going to play some scrubs to kind of have like those games to get them uh prepared. Like their first game was LA Tech. You know, they beat them 45-14. No big deal. Um they played Rice, beat them 48-13. No big deal. But they played LSU, lost 45-38. Uh, when they played Oklahoma State, only beat them 36-30. Okay. Um, When they played West Virginia, only beat them 42-31. Okay. It still that's 11 points, but it feels like they're kind of playing more to their opponent. Yeah. Like just good enough to beat them or good enough to hang in there with them.
0: That, that, and it could just be their defense isn't great. Mm-hmm. That's why this game, remember we said, oh, it's going to be the over. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma's not necessarily known for their defense. Texas' defense isn't that good. Mm-hmm. This going to be 70, no problem. Seven, whatever it was, 75. Yeah, 75. And then what happens? Half, yeah. Both defenses play really well the whole first half. And it yeah. was, what was it? The 7 first nothing half? first half. Yeah. So, I mean, like no one would have told you, oh, this is going to be a defensive battle through the first half. Are you yeah. kidding me? And then they blew it open in the second half. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, no. So, I mean, Texas' defense isn't great. So, their offense has looked spectacular all year, but. No, yeah, I, I think they deserve it. Now, would I say, oh, they should be up number five? No, they should be number seven. No, you know, sorry. They would end, be...
1: end of the first half was 10-3 Oklahoma. 10-3, okay. Yeah.
0: So defensive war. Anyways, um, if the, I think what's going to happen is if they keep winning and keep doing well, the playoff poll, when that committee comes together, will put them somewhere in the range of seven to nine because they'll look at losses, quality of loss, strength mm-hmm. of schedule, and they'll say, okay, they deserve something. Not top five, not even top six, because you've got these unranked teams that look incredible. But seven to nine, that's
1: you know. Well, now that now their schedule is going to be a little bit easier, and I feel like they could very well win out the rest of their schedule. Yeah, and they should. And I
0: mean, like put it this way: Florida, where are they? They're number nine right now. Mm-hmm. Who'd you take in that game?
1: In uh, just an outright winner. There's no spread. Just Florida. Florida Texas. played Texas. If Florida played Texas right now. It'd be a very good game. It would. Honestly. And that's my I think, that's my argument. I, I I think I would take Florida. Would you? Yeah. Because their defense is a lot better. Defense
0: is a lot better. I like Texas offense offense better. But that's what I'm saying. If you told me that it's a two point spread, either way, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, That's probably right doesn't matter who wins it that's probably right and i and you're right i i don't know if i could take an outright winner if i had to take an outright winner i'd probably take texas depending on the location in the swamp i'm taking florida i'm taking florida Mm -hmm. at texas i'm taking texas neutral field that feels like an even spread to me Mm -hmm. zero zero nobody like nobody no one has an edge pick your winner you know Mm -hmm. what i mean so, anyways, we've lingered on this for, like, five minutes. So but, I mean,
1: it's for the sake of argument. No, it, I mean, so it's, it's, a, to...
0: it, it's a good argument. And Sammy's yeah. out there, freaking Sammy, Texas fan. How is he a Longhorns fan? But he's a – no, he's a Houston fan, I guess. Yeah, he's a Houston, Houston, Texas, Texas fan. fan. Yeah. What is it? I feel like he has a team that he supports that makes no sense.
1: Uh, he's Tampa Bay Lightning.
0: Well, that makes some sense.
1: Um, Lived in
0: a Rays fan, I would assume. Or is he an Astros fan? I
1: don't know.
0: Anyways, no, I guess that's true. How He was born in Texas. Born in Texas. That's what it is. Yep. That's why. I'm always like, how are you a fan of Texas teams, but you're from Florida? But I forget, he was born in Texas. He moved really young, right?
1: Yeah, this is the guy who always screws up our podcast, yeah, Sammy. Yeah. That's, this is who we're, we're talking about. He's our producer, right yeah. who
0: actually doesn't touch anything. We just He's our scapegoat. Yes. That's exactly what he is. Yeah. He doesn't do a thing to the podcast, but he's he gets the blame.
1: So thank you, Sam.
0: Thank you, Sam. And he's he's very, what's the word? He's very ob- not obedient. That sounds weird. Willing. Compliant. Yeah. Willing and compliant with it. To, when we do it, he's just like, the, oh, sorry. Take the shot, yeah. <laughs> Love yeah. it. All right. Love you, Sammy. Um,
1: let's jump through. Heisman.
0: Yes, Heisman Watch. We'll update it, kind of run through this one, and then we'll get to our three Bs. So Heisman Watch for the week. Um, I'm pretty sure, we'll start with number one. I'm pretty sure we're pretty much in agreement there. Is that was is there gonna, any question?
1: I was gonna try to get you again, but I left instead of trying to get <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah, Tua again, just above all currently.
0: Well, I'll, I'll say that I'll. <laughs> we'll start the argument for Tua number one, which mm. I don't think it's an argument. No, but just with what I told you before the show, I started. I was reading an article on Tua this week. It was actually today, and it said Tua actually looked very human today. Well, he. Threw four touchdowns and almost 300 yards, but he had his first interception. <laughs> and I was like, that's so true. Like, you try to say he's a human because he had his first interception of the year, which brings his stats to 73.6% completions on completions, over 2,000 yards passing already, it's 27 touchdowns and one <laughs> interception. If you add in his two rushing touchdowns, he is close to 30. He has 29 touchdowns in one pick. He uh, I mean, what do you say? Like, he's got what, seven games left-ish around that? Because there's six. No, he's, he's probably he's probably got has he played six yet? I think he's played six games. So he's got six games left. He's on pace to breach four thousand yards passing. In a college season, that is just absurd. So you like him number one, too,
1: yes? Yep. Who you got number two? Yeah, and confirmed they are 6-0 and currently. Okay. Uh, my number two is going to be different from your number two. Okay, go ahead. You go first. My number two is going to be Joe Burrow. Just based ah. off of this, this past week and like just reading his stats, he's got twenty one over 2,100 yards passing, 25 passing touchdowns, yes, three interceptions, but he just he's a complete stud. He's he's got almost eighty percent completion on the season. Incredible. Yeah. So uh, you think seventy nine point six.
0: Yeah. If you think those are like impressive, like seventy three point six for Tua and then the two thousand yards for Tua, Burrow's got six more percent completion percentage and over hundred yards passing more. So yeah, but he, does, he does
1: have the three interceptions. He does. So two but, more than Tua. Right. Watch out. Yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, one bad game for Tua and... and They're, they're even. Yeah. So.
0: No, I feel you. No, to be honest, I, I think I told you this before, I had him number two. And then I kind of started looking, and then my number two, who is Jalen Hurts, I had him jump up from, I think I had him four last week, to number two. Um, the reason I put him up there is is his rushing is just absurd to me. He's got 630 yards rushing and eight touchdowns. To add two... His 1,700 passing yards—well, 1,760, really—and 17 passing touchdowns, also three picks. So quite a difference in passing touchdowns from the other two. Mm-hmm. But when you, add, when you add in those those rushing touchdowns, he's right there at 25 total touchdowns. Um,
1: well, Burrow's got 27 total after his rushing. Yes, after his rushing. rushing. So
0: 25 total for Tua, 27 for Joe Burrow. So no, they're uh, close there.
1: Didn't you say it was— Tua's got 27 passes. I'm sorry. I, I always say Tua instead of
0: Jalen Hurts because okay. they both played for Alabama. So, like, yeah. I just sorry. So, 25 total touchdowns for Jalen Hurts. Um, 27 then total for Joe Burrow. 27 total for Joe Burrow. And when you look at yards, Hurts is actually higher well, yeah. in total yards. When you look at 630 with 1,700 yeah. passing, he's around 2,300 total yards. Yeah. So, I just had to keep him up there, but the gap is non existent. Because, like I said, I had Joe Burrow at number one. And I just, for that rushing, that that, that other factor, mm-hmm. I, I bumped Hertz up. So, uh, who you got at four? Are we in agreement there?
1: Uh, Number four, yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay. So, we both have JT, Jonathan Taylor at number four.
1: Yeah. Had, had a rough week, only 80 yards rushing, but he did still have two touchdowns. So two they, tutties. Yeah, used him to punch it in twice. I think both touchdowns were, like, a combined of three yards or something. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean one one was a big stretch to where he was getting hit behind the line just barely stretched ball across and they got uh got that one going for him but um yeah and then he had a little bit of a receiving uh three receptions for 22 yards. So he's just becoming more and more versatile and um so he, he had 100 total yards on the day. Yeah. Well, think of it this way. He he
0: had a fan, he, Would you say he had a good season last year? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me too. He's got two more touchdowns already. He had 16 touchdowns from scrimmage last year. Mm-hmm. That's receiving and rushing. So he had zero receiving and 16 total rushing touchdowns. He's got 14 rushing touchdowns right now. Two shy of last all of last season. And he's got an extra four receiving touchdowns than he had last year. So... Yeah, I'd say he's doing pretty well, <laughs> even after a bad game. Six point four yards a carry, still mm-hmm. eight hundred twenty-five yards. He will more than likely. No, I don't want to say that. He will break a thousand scrimmage yards next week, or this coming game.
1: Mm-hmm. Against Illinois, um, yeah. I was
0: gonna say he'll more than likely break nine hundred, or I'm sorry, a thousand rushing yards. I'm not willing to say that though. He'd have to have one hundred seventy-five yards rushing, possible
1: but against Illinois. Yeah, possible. Yeah. I'm not
0: saying it's not. He may. Yeah but I'm not going to say he, he more than likely. He will break 1000 scrimmage yards and he will. He I'm you know I'll say this, he will hit 20 total scrimmage touchdowns next year too or next week as well. He's at 18, he only needs two. I'm going to give it to him. He's going right. to hit 20, I mean so that's just absurd. And you would say last year, you know, 2200 scrimmage yards, 16 touchdowns was a great season and he's got two more touchdowns. It's just incredible. So, uh, number 5 falling from number 2 on my list last week to number 5. Kind of sucks for him because he did have a bye week, but I just, I was impressed with these other numbers I saw. Um, I've got Justin Fields, and you have the same. Mm -hmm. So Justin Fields, he's carrying that 18 touch passing touchdowns, one interception, only 1,298 yards. So again, he's not with everybody in yards. Nothing, again, nothing's changed from last week, but he does have the eight rushing touchdowns. So 26 total touchdowns and about 50, we'll say 1,500 total yards. A little bit more than that, maybe 1,550. So, yeah, that's our list. That rounds out our top five. Not a lot of people poking their heads in to try to jump in. Not really. Ellinger played well, but not enough to you know even be to, for me to be even considered like a sleeper or anything right now. Um, CD Lamb, I, I could consider maybe if you wanted to throw a wide receiver in there. He is incredible Had mm-hmm. another great game. But uh, those are our guys: four quarterbacks and a running back. Your boy JT. Yeah. And uh, I'll be honest, the lists that are around the internet, like ESPN, Bleach Report, blah, 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 they're not the same as our list, but they are pretty close. So yeah. I think we were, we've we kind of narrowed it down to what the general consensus is.
1: Mm. I, and, I feel um, like not a lot of people have JT in there just because it's on and off weeks and having a running back in there while quarterbacks are doing these outrageous stats. It's just it's Well, believe difficult. it or not, they do. They have them around fifth.
0: Some, yeah, just because a he's running higher. back doing something
1: running backs haven't done before, yeah. but uh, I feel like it in the end it's he won't be top three because top three is really
0: it's going to be hard for him if yeah. these quarterbacks keep doing what they're doing, especially yeah. if he's if he doesn't completely show games. out. Yeah. Well, not even that; just if he compl- continues and not because if he had played games. every minute of every game, he could be potentially number one or two right now, right? Honestly, because I mean, if he, if he has and he's got 18 touchdowns right now. He could potentially have as many touchdowns as these quarterbacks if yeah. he had. You know what I mean? So, gotta keep that in mind. But um, yeah, those are our top five. We're gonna jump into week eight. No, no, no. We're gonna do week seven. Freebies recap. 3D's recap.
1: Uh, you want to run through that for us? Uh, yep, got them here. So on the season. Currently, Britt is beating me by one. He's 38 of 54 choices. It's
0: been like this for like three weeks. Yeah. And we just I'm keep
1: tying. 37 of 54. Um, and so first game was number six, Oklahoma, at number 11, Texas. Uh, Oklahoma's favored by 10.5 points. The over-under was 75.5. Uh, we each chose Oklahoma to win. Uh, Britt had chose Texas in the points, I chose Oklahoma in the points, and we both chose the over because both these offenses were just going off. Neither one of them has a defense. Little did we know. Yep, Both defenses played phenomenal, 10-3 at the end of the first of the half, so there's no chance of us getting this over. Which uh, which we,
0: we still almost did not almost did but, but they got it still, they yeah, went no,
1: over sixty yeah they like sixty one points is what they ended up scoring at the end there so I mean like it wasn't outrageous if, if you know someone could have got started in the first half mm-hmm. you know it's an extra yeah. two touchdowns and then we have our over easy so easy
0: over if they play like they did yeah. the second half in the
1: first half yeah exactly so it was just a rough first half for both teams but uh, so we each got the all, outright winner right in Oklahoma uh, I was wrong in the spread because I chose to win by ten and a half. And uh, Britton chose Texas, and Texas held them to a seven-point win. Uh, Next game was number 10, Penn State, at number 17, Iowa. We would each chose uh, Penn State to win this game. Penn State was favored by four and a half. We each chose Penn State to cover, and the over-under was 43 and a half, and we both chose the over after talking about it and and kind of (laughs) uh, forcing ourselves to take this over because of how Penn State's been playing. And Penn State, oh, they won't take their foot off the gas, I think is almost a direct quote of what I said. <laughs> and uh, apparently there wasn't any gas in the tank because Penn State, um, they did end up winning uh, 17 to 12. So a total of 29 combined points there. So the over- Spoiler
0: alert, we did not get an over-under right. Yep, so sorry. That,
1: that over was wrong. Uh, But we did both get Penn State outright winning correct, and they covered uh, the 4.5-point spread by (laughs) 5 points. So we each got that correct as well. So currently Britt is at uh, 4 correct, and I'm at 3 correct. This final game was Florida, number 7 Florida, at number 5 LSU. Great game. LSU to win by 13.5. Over-under was 55.5. We each chose LSU to win. Uh, I chose LSU in the points. Britt chose Florida. And we each chose the under. Obviously, you guys know that we got that wrong. Uh, they ended up scoring 70 points here. And um, LSU won. So we both got that correct. And they won by 14. So that 13 and a half spread, they covered it by half a point.
0: If we would have waited Whew. literally like 24 hours to record that, it would have been a tie both for both of us. Because it would have been a 14. I think it. it the game played at a 14-point spread, so we would have just been even there. But, geez, man, you take your half-point victory and you I, love I it. I need it. Love I it. I need
1: it because then that puts us both at 5 of 9 for the day.
0: So, Which brings us to another week where I am up just one correct answer at 43 for 63. So, 43 out of 63 what am I trying to say? 43 correct out of 63 possible for 68%. Easton is 42 correct out of 63 possible for 67%. Let's let's spice this up a bit. Week 8 3Bs, number 18 taking on Oklahoma State. I do this every time. I don't mention the first team's name. Number 18 Baylor will be traveling to unranked Oklahoma State. Get this. The home team, who is also unranked, playing a ranked team, is the favorite at three and a half points. So Oklahoma State is favored by three and a half. And the over-under is 63 and a half. What do you have? Where do you want me to go first?
1: Uh, This game? Uh, I, I have not been paying much attention to Baylor, to be honest with you, this season. So-so. Yeah, that um, that'd
0: be my opinion on them they are
1: very mediocre um so then okay state's obviously been playing well um and I think that okay state can hold their own they have they have a home field advantage um, they've got a great running back who can run for days apparently <laughs> um so i i think I think okay state can can hold their own in this game so i'm gonna say, that um hmm. it's a tough one three and a half is always a tough one
0: right because they're telling you this is a very even game but not only that you're not quite picking an outright winner here not you know quite, it's not a you, you low could, enough spread
1: yeah you could choose oklahoma state to win but then baylor could lose by a field goal and you'd have to have Baylor in the points. Yes, exactly. Or it could be a one-point or a two-point game, exactly. and you have to have Baylor in the points. Yeah,
0: And that'd be the worst. You say Oklahoma, Oklahoma, to, Oklahoma State, and Oklahoma State to cover, and yeah, a field goal wins it, and now you're, you're screwed on this on the spread. So
1: right. what do you got? So I'm going to do that exactly. Go Oklahoma State to win <laughs> and Oklahoma State to cover, and just really, uh, really hope for them to pull this one out for me. Um, you know, have uh, Hubbard. Chubba Hubbard? Chubba is, is that his name? I think something like that. Yeah. Over, under? 63 and a half? Uh, definitely under. Okay. Definitely under on this So we're one.
0: in agreement on the under. I am, because I'm so torn on this game, and I have liked Oklahoma State a lot, but because I'm so torn, oh, I'm not doing it. I just talked myself out of it. Nope, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Let's okay. see what happens. Baylor to win. Give me them outright. right. Okay. So I'll take them in the points, and then them to win, obviously. Go in as a as a road dog and steal one. God, I'm gonna be so wrong. They're gonna lose. They're gonna be unranked next week.
1: Uh, if that if this turns out, in you will my take favor, a one point lead. I will take a one point lead. We'll see how the rest of the this three uh, B goes.
0: Number two. Why I, why would I say that? Game game two. Game two. Number seventeen. The three Bs. <laughs> <laughs> number seventeen. Arizona State is playing number 13 Utah. Now here's the rub. Utah is favored by 14 points and the over under is 48 and a half. That just feels like a huge line. I mean 14 they are laying 14 points. So I am going to this one feels easy to me. I'm going to take Arizona State and the points. I will take Utah to win and I'm going take I'm gonna take the over. That's kind of a low spread or a low over under rather what was the over under 48.5. I think both of these teams can put up I mean you' you're asking me can either of these teams put up 24 points? I mean I guess 25 points.
1: Mm-hmm. I'll take the over. I'm going to take the exact same on this one. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I definitely want Arizona State in that points. I would throw them in that group of gritty teams, but a little bit better. So, like that Pittsburgh, Colorado. uh, Yeah, better. They're a little bit better because they're always the ones that are in that ranking. So, they're kind of like USC where they're bouncing in and out of the bottom rankings. They always do enough to stay in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'd have to say, uh, especially because they've been playing well recently. They have been. Uh, I'm going to go Arizona State in the points, but I think Utah will come out on top. And, um, yeah, this this could be easily, you know, a 28-24 game. Here. Yeah. And, it, it's hard for me to think that
0: neither of these teams hit. You know what I mean? Like that. I think both probably do hit 22, 23 points, and then someone, like you said, wins someone else hits 28 20 or 30 or 27 whatever I like the over so we're going the exact exact same there
1: um you're taking the under (laughs) I'm thinking about taking the under now yeah yeah just uh I mean because I got screwed on two overs last week and it did not feel good yeah um so it makes me nervous to take the over again Um, it's kind of a low one though at least Lower, yes, because uh, the over under that we went over on last week I think it was forty three and a half, but you know what, whatever, we're going we're going all in, we're going over. <laughs> Game three, number
0: sixteen Michigan at number seven Penn State. Penn State is a nine point home favorite. The over under is a mere. 46 and a half and they're saying this for a reason they're saying Michigan's offense ain't that very, ain't very good and Penn State just put up what what was it 17 mm-hmm. against Iowa. Iowa so actually this over under is harder than it appears because yes. at first it's like oh both teams scoring 24 or 23 however you want to look at it mm-hmm. not that's not hard at all but it is hard for these two teams right now
1: apparently yeah because I mean Michigan only scored 10 points against Iowa yeah
0: I'm going to do the same thing I did with the last game, actually. I'm going to take the favorite to win. So I'm going to take Penn State to win. Okay. But I'm going to take Michigan in the points. I think they've kind of gotten it. Ever since that Wisconsin game, they haven't gotten it together, but they've been better. So I'll take Michigan in the points. I'll take Penn State to win. Golly, that over-under is tough. I cannot take an under on 46 and a half. Give me the over.
1: All right, I'm going to say that this one's going to be uh, Penn State to win and Penn State to cover.
0: Ooh, come out game for Penn State. Yes, they're gonna.
1: This one's going to be uh, big for Penn State, especially um, you know after coming off of that that kind of weak win, that they're going to come out real hard against Michigan here, and I just think they're a better team overall. On I agree. I I
0: do too, but. Yeah.
1: And, I mean, they both had trouble scoring against Iowa's defense. So, I mean, that's a tough game to kind of rule, like, oh, is it going to be the over-under on that? Because
0: I just can't. I feel like such a loser taking the under on 46-and-a-half. I couldn't do it. Not that you would be if you do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, thank you. But, um, uh, yeah, you know what? I, I will go under because we need another difference here. Loser. Thank you. All right.
0: A lot of differences this week. Next week will be interesting. Yeah, that's four, all I got for this week. Four total differences. Four. Yep. That might be the most all season. Maybe. I have to go back and look. We'll let you know next week.
1: Yes, yeah, so things are getting we feel really like dicey. This week could be
0: interesting. Oh, this week will be interesting. Yes. it we could be in total opposite shoes next week, where you're a little bit ahead of me, or, or I could just be way be far way behind. behind. <laughs> yeah. Or we I, could end up tying again. It, I feel like it's going to be closer to that. Like whether you go up by one or not go up by one but you, you gain one on me so we're tied completely Yeah. or we tie again like you said so we're just the same spot we are I feel like it's going to be closer to that but that's all I got for this week anything else to add I've got a lot of football like NFL stuff to add but I'm, I'm not going to do, nope. do it I'm not going to do
1: it I'm. you can't see those three letters I'm not going to do it FLN FNL
0: that's all we got you could take it or leave it <laughs> hit us up at take it leave it BH on Twitter we love you guys Peace Take it or leave it.